All right, this is Jeremiah with the Bigfoot uh, Society podcast. Uh, thanks for coming back. And I've got George Workman with me uh, tonight from Flat Squatch Productions. Uh, George, pleasure to meet you. Why don't you go ahead and uh, tell a little bit about yourself? Yeah, uh, thanks, Jeremiah, for having me on. Um, I've been uh, I've been researching Bigfoot and those kinds of uh, cryptic entities, I'd say, since about 2013 is when I kind of really got curious into this field. Um, by profession, I'm an IT professional. Okay. But uh, strictly, you know, for this kind of topic, you know, that's that's about when I started 2013. Yeah, we've had all kinds of crazy experiences. You know, I um, started out just just curious you know like most people you know i kind of got sucked into youtube and things like that and that i wanted to see for myself and uh you know we started have having things happen so so i got i got the bug you know that's awesome that's awesome and then i've been doing it ever since i you know i map reports i try to help people kind of break into the topic you know just sharing what i know about things um Currently, I've recently started a YouTube channel and got on Facebook and started mm-hmm. groups. And I think I met you on Reddit. That's a new one for me. Yeah, so yeah. It's trying. a new one for me, too. There's some that R uh, slash Bigfoot is an interesting animal in itself, right? Yeah, some good stuff. Yeah, it's, it yeah. it is. It's, it's really <laughs> nice. So I thought yep. they're, it's kind of a tough crowd in there, but that's a little fine, bit. You know? <laughs> Yeah, but that's good. But, we uh, love you, Reddit. We love you. So, yeah, yeah, I'm, I I like the group and or the 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 Reddit thread or subreddit, whatever it's called. And um, yeah, I just make videos. I go out into the woods. You know, I I do this too. I don't just talk to people about it. So, which is fantastic. Yeah, and that is um, that's awesome. Like uh, your YouTube channel has a lot of really really cool stuff on it. Um, you you definitely get out there uh, and maybe to lead you a little bit, but, um, I mean, you're from the Western, uh, Pennsylvania area around, uh, Chestnut Ridge, which, you know, should, uh, set off some bells in the listener's ears, depending on, you know, what other things they've seen. But, uh, um, that's, that's a pretty cool area. You know, I'm from uh Western mass myself, but I've been through, through PA and it can get pretty wild out there, especially in that corner. So it's very cool. Um, yeah, I, go ahead. Good. Yeah. I mean, like you said, it's a long history, you know, of the chestnut Ridge, you know, in the seventies and eighties, you know, Stan Gordon was talking about UFOs and Bigfoot, mm-hmm. you know, taking reports from the state police, you know, the state police, there were so many reports there at that time, the state police would just send them to Stan Gordon. And then, you know, Stan Gordon had multiple groups and that, evolved into Pennsylvania Bigfoot Society and that's that's the first group that I actually joined and okay. started researching reports so yeah and there's still reports there to this day I just had somebody send me a cell phone recording of something howling off the ridge from downtown Derry you know two really? weeks ago oh yeah. wow the guy was just you know it's in the shutdown right now so things are kind of quiet yeah and he started hearing this noise outside of his window and just put his phone out and started hitting record and 
you know, wouldn't you know it, the sound that, that we actually, that he sent me was the same thing that I recorded 10 miles from my house, which really? isn't that far away, from, you know, two years ago. So, you know, you can't always put your finger on what these things are. Some people, everyone has their own opinion, but you know, I, I have a good feel for what I think is not normal. Oh yeah. What yeah. He said. Yep. And you have some, uh, on your, your channel, you have some really crazy audio. Um, I mean, it, it's, it sounds cool. So the listeners definitely need to go check that out. I mean, it is from a few years ago. I think we're talking about the same video, but, um, it, it's solid. Like I was kind of taken aback by, by the sound of it. It was good stuff, man. Um, I've also heard you talk of, uh, an interesting story about, um, how you first, uh, back when you first got into, into Bigfoot and it has to do with, uh, your now wife and, um, how, how, you know, she's kind of, she's good to go. Maybe tell that story about, uh, about what your, uh, your honeymoon entailed, you know? Yeah. So like I said earlier, I, I, I got sucked into Bigfoot from YouTube. You know, I found yep. this channel, Facebook, find Bigfoot. And, um, you know, I probably watched a hundred videos and I, I didn't really think about Bigfoot much. I mostly paid attention to UFOs and stuff like that. But I started watching all these videos and I'm like, wow, this, why is there a hundred of these videos? They look so similar. They're mm -hmm. very shaky. So uh, I said, this, this is probably, so these can't all be fake so so we decided okay let's let's do something fun for the honeymoon let's go on a bigfoot trip i didn't know what to do so i just googled it and there was a at salt fork state park they had yep. this event for new people or whoever you know to go there and have a bigfoot camping trip so we went there it's a few hours from my house okay. um yeah and we we kind of you just show up, you start camping like anybody else. And <clears throat> next thing you know, it's nighttime and they're like, let's go. I'm like, where are we going? You know, <laughs> they, <laughs> they just yeah, separated us into yeah. teams. <laughs> where are we going? <laughs> so, uh, we, -Doo this we separated <laughs> cars. Yeah. It was very strange, man. It, yeah. And, uh, we, each, we just get into cars and start following people. We start going out in the woods. Wow. And just walking. I'm in one team. She's in another team. It's dark. Okay. You know, we have flashlights, you know, so, and you know, I walk probably a couple hundred yards, at least in my team. And I start hearing wood knocks, you know, and I know what that is Yeah. because I, and they were just right there. And I thought, okay, what's going on? You know, is this really, and it was just interesting. You know, we just hung out there for a couple hours, um, came back. I, my wife was pissed off because she got separated into another group, which is <laughs> typical, but, but, but in her group, her and the guy next to her, you know, we're kind of walking single file in the dark, yeah. you know, in a field that's not mowed, you know, it's just this weird place. And they started hearing heavy footsteps. Wow. And I mean, you can imagine heavy footsteps, you know, that's not something I ever experienced, but it's kind of, kind of freaky especially in this environment and that that guy grabbed onto her arm and they were they were pretty scared man <laughs> and you know we, we so we ended up regrouping back at the camp that night this is the first night we ever did this just okay. show up go in the field wood knocks footsteps and 
so, so we're sitting there camping and um, I'm trying to sleep, you know, and it, which was kind of awkward. And we, and then I heard this scream, just like uh, percussive reverberating scream. Wow. Just at three thirty in the morning, oh, you know, man. and I, you know how it is when you sleep somewhere and you're not really sleeping that well. And it just, I don't know. I don't know what it was, but it didn't wow. sound normal. She heard, she heard it too. And Oof. I asked her about, Oh man, it was scary, man. <laughs> Cause it, you just, you know, you put yourself in that context and I don't know, it's it probably doesn't sound like much, but it was to us at the time. And that was our first night. No, dude, nothing good happens between three and four in the morning. Like that's when the weird stuff happens, right? Man. Hmm. Yeah, and you're half asleep, and wow, that must have been freaky stuff. Um, and you know what the funny thing is? The next morning, we told everybody, and they yeah. told us it was a woodpecker. <laughs> so I guess woodpeckers are up at three in the morning screaming. Yeah, yeah I, I guess, guess, right. Yeah, yeah. who knew? Hmm. That's interesting. <laughs> um, so I believe I've heard you mention, too, that so you've been on multiple expeditions. Is that correct? That's like, correct. Uh, more than 10, something like that. Like it's a lot. Or, yeah. I, I mean, I, I guess it depends on what the definition of an expedition is. You know, I go point. out that's at least point. once, once a month, you know, with my buddies, maybe awesome. two or three other people and just hang out for the night, I guess on extended trips, you know, a couple of days. Yeah, definitely more than 10. Couple times a year, I'll do something okay. like that, where it's That's cool. a lot of people. Very cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you've, um, I believe, you've been on actual like BFRO um, trips, correct? Yes. Uh, last year, I went on my first BFRO uh, trip. Actually, that honeymoon trip was. Yeah. There was BFRO guys there. Okay. Too. So. It wasn't an official one, but they helped out. But yeah, last last summer I went to Ohio and did a BFRO trip, and oh wow, I actually casted my first footprint there. It was it was actually really good. That is cool. That's cool. So during the expedition, you got to cast a, a footprint. That's cool. Yeah, they had a sighting the night before. It was a wow. whole, and it, it, the sighting I could tell you about it if you want no i was actually going to just lead into that uh would you mind painting the picture of what that expedition was like and what it entailed yes sir um yeah so it was it was two or three probably three days three nights in uh south central ohio i won't say where it was because they're still going there yep um but uh the so there was a there was a probably 50 60 people there wow. um it was well organized it was a location where the homeowner had a had ongoing activity in a state park and they had mm. been researching it and they felt that it was currently active so that's why they chose that location so there was three campsites a few miles apart from each other and um you, you were able to select which one you wanted to go to so i okay. I scanned all of them first and, and I'll tell you what, man, if you follow Bigfoot stuff, um, I'm sure you've heard of tree structures, right? Oh yeah, definitely. So this place was just off the hook for tree structures. I could just drive down the road and see them, 
you know, left, right, left, right. They were all over the place. So to me, that was a good indicator that this is hot. So I camped right next to a spot that had tree structures all over the place. And, um, they, we set up the first night, um, they split us up into like six groups and um, okay. I like to be st- stationary at night. I don't like to walk at night cause I can't see. And sure. I don't, I think the value for me is more stationary cause I can record things mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and see and whatever. But uh, the group that was, that was set up right near where I was camped had a sighting and they saw it on a thermal. There was like three people. Oh man. So that was big news. And I actually figured out where it was. It was right near where I was camped, which wasn't where I was for the night. But so, yeah. So eventually uh, the last day I made my way back to, I figured out where they saw it because they didn't tell everybody. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And, um, and I found tracks all right near where they said they saw it and all kinds of structures. We got two footprint casts. Wow. I mean, there was bears there. I think there was a bear walking through my camp, but, but I mean, it's, it's, as you know, it's not easy to get footprint casts, especially ones with toes in it. You know, it's hard. So I, I was happy, yep. you know, it, it was pretty fun. That is awesome. That is, that's a cool story. That's cool stuff. Um, to, to give a little bit more to your, to your background as well. So you, you're an IT professional. It sounds like you're, so you're heavy into data and you've done a lot of really cool projects, um, kind of compiling data to do with, uh, with Bigfoot, but also with, uh, mountain lions as well. Uh, would you, would you mind sharing some info about that? Uh, I think that's very interesting. Yes. Um, so, so, so just this past October, I had a guy that lives on the Chestnut Ridge, same mm-hmm. place that we had just talked about. Okay. And um, he messaged me and said, hey, uh, I'd like you to come out to my house. And I said, okay, you know, what's going on? And he said, uh, just wanted to talk about Bigfoot and stuff like that. And then he mentioned that his friend, his neighbor, the guy that lives next door, said that he hit a mountain lion with his car and killed it. Wow. And I thought. Okay, that sounds pretty mm-hmm. interesting because, as you know, in Massachusetts and almost every other eastern state, according to state officials, there are no mountain lions here. It's extremely rare. Right. There's one from Connecticut, yeah. what, 10, yep. 10 years ago? Yep. So I thought, okay, well, I, I thought he had a picture of it. Okay, he actually didn't have a picture of it, but, but we did an interview and just got his story and that's how I got into mountain lions. So, so I started looking into it and here it turns out, you know, this is all new for me starting last year that um, seeing a mountain lion in Pennsylvania or any of these other States is kind of like seeing a Bigfoot. You know, if you tell somebody that they don't believe you, Wow. you know, you could call the state (laughs) and they'll come out and they're just like, they don't exist. You know, that blows my mind. Yeah. That blows my mind. So, so I, I was on a mission then. I saw, I thought, you know what, I can, I can do this just as easily the same as I do Bigfoot. So I started mapping all the reports in okay. Pennsylvania. Yeah. And we, I think we have over 200, 250 reports just from, you know, the past 20, 30 years. And I mapped them out. You can see the clusters, you can see the patterns. And then Man. 
That's awesome. Luckily enough, I think you'll appreciate this. Um, you know, I thought, well, there's got to be other people that have done this before, right? Mm-hmm. So I, so I found I found a bunch of people, researchers that that have did what I attempted to do, but much better and on a bigger scale. But it was, you know, 10, 20, 30, 40 years ago. So, so I'm trying to wow. find these people on Facebook. Yeah. And I actually did find them. Here, there's a woman. Her name's Helen McGinnis. She lives in West Virginia. Okay. She wrote a book about this in 1982. Wow. For, because there was a mountain lion that was killed. It was shot. Officially, the game commission was there. There's a picture of it. There's no, there's no doubt about it. 1967, they shot it. Man. So this lady wrote a book about 300 reports, all the mountain lion sightings, but she wrote it in 1982, and she never published it because she didn't <laughs> want people to know. That she was so she gave me crazy. the book. Yeah, wow. Yeah. And, oh, and I will say that she, she doesn't even believe that they're here anymore. She used to because she did all this research, yep. but she kind of just gave up. Because it, they never acknowledged it. Wow. But, How wild. But there's enough How of wild. them. You know, I, th- I think they're here. I think they are. I don't think all these people are making it up or misidentifying yeah. bobcats. No, no. A bobcat and mountain lion is way, way different. That's a long tail for a bobcat. <laughs> oh, man. How crazy. Yeah. Um, so I and, live and, in the. Go ahead. Even in Massachusetts, I was going to say, you know, in Connecticut, there's groups that pop up, sightings, yep. you know, yep. I'm sure you've heard of it. Yeah. So growing up in, uh, so I grew up in um, like North Central uh, Western Mass and um, our town, I remember once we had a mountain lion come down to the center of town and everyone just freaked out. Uh, I now live in central Iowa in the Des Moines area and about, I want to say five to six years ago, we had a mountain lion get into the center of Des Moines and they shot it. It was at an elementary school and it was uh, stalking the kids outside at recess. It, it And like the police just, you know, caught, shot it, of course, because you can't have a mountain lion stalking your elementary school kids in the center of the city but like that was nuts but uh yeah you don't mess around with mountain lions definitely and do you know what the uh the official stance is in iowa do they do they acknowledge that they're there or do they you know i don't know that's a good question i have to look into it um yeah i it's not a thing where uh we're saying like oh there's mountain lions everywhere like it it's definitely not like that. So I would say they're not seen uh, often. Okay. Yeah, probably. Um, yeah. Yeah. I have to say probably not often, but yeah, that's a, it's cool. Little, uh, your database you got going is pretty cool. And, and you've got uh Facebook groups that uh, keep that information together. Right. If you wouldn't mind sharing that. Uh, yes, uh, the Bigfoot group is called Bigfoot Dogman Info Library. Mm-hmm. That's our Bigfoot group that I did first. And then the Mountain Lion group is called um, Mountain Lions of Pennsylvania Info Library, kind of the same okay. naming cool. structure. Cool, cool, cool. But uh, awesome. we talk about 
any of the eastern states you know we have thousands mm -hmm. of people in these groups and anybody yeah. that wants to talk about it can share information That's awesome uh, i was looking through your uh your bigfoot group uh the last few days some really cool stuff in there uh, and uh man like uh oh and one of your somewhere you referenced there was was it the carbondale uh white bigfoot that video is a trip <laughs> <laughs> I I'd never seen that before. And that just like, I was like, nah, no thanks, man. <laughs> um, I went to school for a year in the Scranton area of Pennsylvania. So I know where Carbondale is and it gets pretty wild out there as well. Like, Oh man. Can't imagine seeing that. Dude. Yeah. That, that video, uh, it looks pretty realistic to me. You know, of course, any video you see is a matter of opinion of what you, think is real or not but there's quite a few white bigfoot reports uh, there's there's two or three right near that one in carbondale okay. and there's there's probably seven or eight other ones in pennsylvania yeah and um yeah it's that oh i know i was gonna tell you uh there's a guy who you know you know how reddit is or facebook you just pop in and people ask hey has anybody yeah. seen one here you know, and th and this guy just popped in. I didn't know who he was. So he started telling his story. And uh, he described being at a, like a campground near Carbondale. Okay. Um, around the same time as the video, because I'm not sure the exact time. But he said that they were in a camper, like one of those old VW kind of mm -hmm. buses. Okay. And they had been in there all day and they hadn't left. They were just in there camping. And nighttime came. And there was a couple other human beings like camping, hunting, fishing, not too far away. Sure. And he said that what he observed with this was a white hairy creature that was stalking these people. Oh, and he man. was, uh, he Ooh. was watching it from his camper, you know, Oh boy. and he, he said that it was real jerky, you know, it kind of moved and it would hide behind trees and duck. But he, what he said that is, you know, he got to witness the supposed Bigfoot um, just kind of messing with these guys for hours. Yeah, right? And he, wow. was, he was really freaked out. And I showed him that video that you just mentioned. He said, oh, oh man. He, he said, I got chills. Wow. He said, that's what we saw. Oh, man. Because it's like, then you so, think, okay, is it curiosity? Or what is this Bigfoot doing? Is it messing? Is it curious? Is it hunting? Like, Oh, it could be all sorts of stuff, right? Like it's, that's pretty wild. Yeah. Um, yeah. You had alluded to in a message, uh, or you tagged me. Um, so you've been recently out to Minnesota and you have some, uh, cool stuff to share. It sounds like, or that you could mention. Yeah. Yeah, I could tell you about that. Um, All right. So my my friend Randy, um, he's lives up in Minnesota, and he's been okay. communicating with me for probably the last year or so. And uh, you know, I told you in Southern Ohio, all those tree structures. Yeah. That I that I could just see, you know, and then as I from the road, and then when I went into the woods, I found a lot more. Okay. So at at Randy's place, it's very similar, except there's more a lot more and I kind of 
took on like a sort of a consulting role just to he would ask me questions hey what do you think i should do you know here you know this and then he had so many pictures i thought it was a good idea to organize all these things so we we've kept in touch you know and he keeps me abreast on what's happening mm-hmm. and uh you know during this this uh shutdown period i thought right you know i thought it's a good time to use my vacation i'm gonna go up there cool. screw it you know it's eight, yep. 18 yep. hours away but i'm going it's a trip yep so we went and um you know i have thermal i have night vision i have trail cameras oh, nice. okay. so I, yeah. I thought okay let's let's do this so i set up i have five cameras five trail cameras different kinds and i set them up at his property <clears throat> and um i said i had them running for three days on a time lapse mode oh wow so they they weren't in um uh you know infrared they weren't infrared sensitive they weren't capturing motion. They were just taking pictures every so often. Sure. You know, every 30 seconds they would yeah. take two pictures. Okay. And, you know, we, we went, uh, we were there for three days and I saw all the tree structures that he had showed me in person. He, he had reported uh, there was a sighting that he had a week before we had come. So I, I decided to put, put one of the cameras up right where, right where things were going on smart and um yeah we 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 got some stuff on our cameras which i was kind of surprised but we got it the first night we were there there was ufos buzzing around the whole night no way wow for hours really we look we look up there's just stars flying back and forth kind of cutting through wow i mean they weren't close but you know they were they were flying around. So I got those on video. Just that's awesome. I probably have 10 videos of that. I mean, that's wow. not often you get pictures, videos of UFOs. No, <laughs> not really. Then, I don't think it is. <laughs> that's worth 18 so, hours right there. Right. Right. And then I got on one of my trail cameras on the time-lapse mode. I got a picture of a UFO, which I think it's a UFO. Wow. It's a it's a round circular object in the daytime in the sky and the reason I think it's a UFO is because my camera was set to take two pictures. Mm-hmm. Right? One, two. Okay. Within a second. One, oh, two. I see where this is going. There's only one picture of this thing. It's not in the second picture and you can zoom in on it. There's no propeller. Yep. Right. There's no, there's no tail. It's yep. just this round circular object oh that I, that's there. That's awesome. And then I also got this dark figure right where he told me that he, um, he had seen it. That's uh, by the power lines, that picture. Is that right? I've, that's right. I, Maybe yep, you've I seen saw that. that. Yeah. That is very cool because uh, not to steal your thunder, but you actually, you have someone go out to the same area and you're like compare comparing. Yeah. It's very, very legit. And you know what? I'm not going to say it's Bigfoot because I can't prove it either way, but I, sure. I can just tell you what, you know, what I've seen. And yeah, so that power lines, it's 30, it's 30 yards across. It's 125 okay. yards away, but there's also a three foot drop which I didn't realize in that post oh, that you saw. Really? So there, so I could compare me 
which is on the reference. Mm -hmm. It's the same size as me, but there's, it's cut off. So it's either a black bear, you know, Mm -hmm. that, that walked across hidden under the three foot drop. Right. Or, and then stood up for one picture, six feet tall. Just randomly. Or, you know, it's something else. Right. And it could be a bear. It definitely could be, but it was exciting to get that. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. We also got orbs too, but you know, hey, it, yeah, I'm gonna whatever. put out a it's new video. Whatever, right? <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot. That's a lot. So. Yeah, that's a lot to take. Oh, but you know, UFO and Bigfoot, they seem to go together usually, like peanut butter and jelly. You know, it's crazy. And you right? know how it is. Like most yeah. people just have a story. You know, we actually have pictures this time, yeah. so I have some evidence to show. So I'm happy about that. I'm curious and you don't have to get into super details, you know, uh, for, for safety of this gentleman, but like, is, so is this Southern Minnesota, Northern, um, just kind of curious about that. Yeah. It's his group is called Randy's Bigfoot research on Facebook. Okay. And it's North central Minnesota. Okay. Gotcha. Cool. That's where it is. Very so if cool. anyone wants to join, he posts yep. videos all the time. That's awesome. You know, so very cool. You can see very them cool. for yourself. That's awesome. And we will be doing a documentary about this, all the evidence that I Oh really? Uh, oh, that's cool. I was um looking through you have a really interesting uh documentary on uh Flat Squatch Productions. I like it. It's really cool. Um can you give me, uh, it's about the research work of a certain gentleman. Is that correct? Um, That's correct. Yeah. No, but uh, if people haven't gone to your YouTube channel, definitely go and check that out. Um, it, there must have been a ton of work that went into putting that together. Um, yeah, it really, the work was done by my friend john redchun that's who okay. it's about it's called red redchun on the ridge and it's in okay. dairy dairy chestnut ridge same sure. place he's been going there for 15 years man and he's the real deal like, wow we're, we're talking a guy that went out every morning like four or five times a week to this place man. to do this and that's where i got a lot about my ideas for these cameras and where to put them and the settings but if you saw it just at the end, I mean, he's got a plus footprints. He's had two sightings. He's got five or six different heads and faces captured Oh wow. in the, in the pictures, you know? So, uh, you know, he was just somebody that people can look to, you know, as in my opinion is a really good person that, that really tried his best to get evidence and see them. That's awesome. And, you know, he even missed them a couple times. Like his, his one sighting, he had his camera in his hand and he didn't, he didn't get it, man. It was too shocked. Mm. Like he didn't know what he was looking at. And by the time he did, it was gone. Yeah. And it happened so quick. Time. Yeah. From what I hear. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. but thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, looping back to, we've, we've uh, mentioned uh, stick structures a few times already. Um yeah, I'm sure most of us have uh, have seen pictures of them, but just as someone who's seen so many of them, what are the main things that uh, when you're going out on these expeditions and what are the main uh, giveaways that, you know, you're looking for 
to know that this is a stick structure from a Bigfoot and maybe not a, uh, a, a blowover or, uh, you know, just a fallen tree? What are the main giveaways that people or uh, people could look for to know the difference in your opinion? Yeah, that's a really good question, uh, especially for casual observers and hikers. Yeah. You know, if yeah. you're just hiking on a path, you're just driving down a road. If you see a pinned arch, you know, which would be a tree that's kind of bowed over. Okay. And and the, just the tip of it, a lot of times they're still alive, but just the tip of it will be under deadfall. Hmm. And it's keeping the whole thing in place. So it's a huge kind of bent over arch. Those are the easiest ones to see amongst the other normal trees that are standing up. You know, there's some that kind of just fall over that way naturally, but the, the tips aren't pinned under other trees, you know, and if you study the, the environment that the, that tree might be in, you know, most of the time you'll be able to tell that that didn't occur naturally, that it looks like somebody with hands okay. manipulated. Yep this yep. to look like that so you know because it, it's if you see an arch of arch shaped tree it's not natural like most of the trees are standing up or slanted or you know at some weird angle but but a pinned okay. arch will really jump out so that's what i would say to look for that's awesome very cool thank you thank you what is uh what's coming up next what do you have any um plans for for future future trips or expeditions or uh what's coming up next for george uh let's see this year we have the uh the pennsylvania bigfoot project which is mary fabian's group she has a group camp out okay that'll cool. be a week long in july so nice. that'll be fun mm -hmm. um we also have a mountain lion trip planned for Mishaw State Forest. I got an inside tip there where to go. There's a guy in the, in the 90s who told me that uh, he got a video of a mountain lion and the, the game commission took his video. And wow. the funny thing is, I was there last year and I told my buddy who researches there, I told him to go to this spot. And here a year later, some other guy tells me he's got a mountain lion there, but. Yeah, so we're going there in August or late okay. late August, I think. And depending on, you know, how this this closures have shut, you know, changed a lot of people's plans. Exactly. Yep. So a lot of my stuff will just be local. We we always go out and put out cameras almost every weekend okay. different places. So that's always ongoing. You know, a bunch of videos coming up. Like I said, that documentary and yeah, so how how how's the Bigfoot, you know, how are things going for you in Iowa? Have you, have you had any experience or? Um, there's, there is an Iowa, believe it or not, there's an Iowa Bigfoot group. There's not a lot of action that comes out of it that I've seen. And I'm trying to make my connections right now. Cause it's still kind of new for me. Um, there's a great episode that, uh, uh, Shannon LeGro from, uh, into the fray, um, put out about experiences in Iowa with Bigfoot. That is, it's crazy. So, I mean, well, here's the thing. If you go to, uh, Southeast or, uh, Southwest Iowa and you're driving along, it's not flattened corn. It literally looks like, um, have you ever been in Vermont before? No, I haven't. 
Okay. Um, well, just imagine the hilly roads of Pennsylvania. Maybe not the crazy ones, but uh, you'll, you can imagine that you're in New England really quick. So there's definitely uh, spots for these guys to hide in the southern part of the state. Now, where I am in kind of north, maybe, I don't know, in the middle of a cornfield, but, you know. Um, my, uh, my thing is I like to get the story uh, behind the people that are in the community. I enjoy doing that. Eventually, um, I want to get more into going to uh, to festivals. Uh, right now, we have uh, a local uh, festival in Van Meter, Iowa, that I go to every year about the Van Meter Visitor. I don't know if you've ever looked this up. You need to look it up. I'll give you the short version. Pretty much in the late 1800s, there was a pterodactyl creature with a, a beam of light coming out of its head that terrorized the town. The town people chased it into a mine on the outside of the skirts of town and then uh, blasted it, uh, And but it's still seen today. And there's kind of a fun little uh, festival we have every year. And like um, Jay Pachochin from Wisconsin was there last year and Linda Godfrey, you know, Dogman, of course, she was there. And it's just kind of a fun thing. So as the this you know podcast grows and grows, you know I want to start getting into those opportunities of uh, you know maybe going to Ohio Bigfoot Conference or going out to the Pacific Northwest and you know actually getting into stuff like you're you know you're able to do. So uh, thank you for asking me that. That was really nice. Uh, at this time, uh, do you mind if uh, uh, before we? you know, maybe wrap things up, but would you be able to, you know, I guess plug uh, what it is that you would want people to follow you at? Um, you know, if you have any, uh, you know, your, your top content that you're really proud of, and uh, I already know what the answers are, but, uh, you know, just go ahead and throw that out there so people can follow you, George. Yes. Thank you. Uh, yeah. To check out our videos really at uh, flat squatch productions awesome. on YouTube. That's our channel. And um, the Bigfoot Dogman Info Library on Facebook. Just if you need help or need questions, you know I know some people in Iowa, and I know some places to go. So if you, uh, I'd be interested in that. Yeah, I that's think. That. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yellow Creek State Park is that in Iowa? Um, I'm pretty I'm sure that's. I'm sure it is. Uh, let me write sure. it down because I'm going to look it up. <laughs> but yeah that any kind of questions like that people can come in and in our group and say hey where can i go and yeah definitely you know very cool very cool thanks a lot for having me on yeah i'm gonna look up that yellow creek state park that sounds that sounds cool yeah uh, yeah thanks again george for coming on uh we'll have to have you on in the the future for an update of uh what happens uh with uh, flat squash productions in the future. So thank you. Yeah. Thank you. And uh, feel free to share all your podcasts and videos in our group as well. You know? Oh, thank you. Thank you. That'd be great. Awesome.